0: Feisty, fearless, and fair. She's an Emmy-winning journalist from the White House to war zones, telling all sides of the story. This is the Rita Cosby Show. I
1: know your name is
2: Rita because your perfume was smelling sweet since when I saw you down on the floor.
0: Breaking news.
1: And tonight on the Rita Cosby Show, again, President Trump, is the projected winner of the New Hampshire primary, uh, still precincts coming in. And he has handily won with 78% of the precincts reporting in the Granite State. President Trump has 54.9% at this hour, Nikki Haley 435 but clearly he is the victor. And in his victory speech there in Nashua at the Trump headquarters in New Hampshire, uh, he took a swing at Nikki Haley because she came out first and sort of sounded like she was declaring victory, but she lost.
2: But listen to President Trump. Today, I have to tell you, it was very interesting because I said, wow, what a great victory. But then somebody ran up to the stage all dressed up nicely. (laughs) when it was at 7, but now I just walked up and it's at 14. But but she ran up when it was 7, and, you know, we have to do what's good for our party. And she was up, and I said, wow, she's doing uh, like a speech, like she won. She didn't win. She lost. And, you know, last, last week we had a little bit of a problem, and if you remember, Ron was very upset because she ran up and she... Pretended she won Iowa. (laughs) And I looked around. I said, didn't she come in third? Yeah, she came in third. And President Trump, two to form,
1: also went after President Joe Biden, saying he's looking at the border. He is looking at all the wars that are happening, what's happening with Ukraine. Obviously, Israel, Hamas. Uh, all the attacks on U.S. troops throughout the Middle East that we have seen, over 151, by the way, uh, since October. In addition to that, the dismal withdrawal of Afghanistan. If you look at some of the exit polls, clearly border was the top issue. But people are also concerned about paying their mortgage. They're concerned about inflation. They are concerned about America's place in the world, feeling it has declined under this current president and president trump said biden has been a disaster and it's time for america to come back
2: if you take a look throughout the history of our country if you took the 10 worst presidents in the history of this not great country right now it's a country in decline it's a troubled country it's a failing country frankly But if you took the 10 worst presidents and put them together, the 10 worst, absolutely 10 worst. I used to say five. Remember, I started. I'd say five. Then I said, wait a minute, we can add another five. They would not have done the damage that crooked Joe Biden has done to our wonderful country. They would not have done the damage. There's never been anything like it. And you say, are they stupid people? I don't think so, because nobody can cheat that well if they're stupid. (laughs) <laughs> 10 worst presidents combined
1: that is what president trump makes of president joe biden let's go to norm line five uh norm your thoughts first of all about this big moment this is a big one because had he lost tonight you know nikki haley could say hey look i i appeal to mm-hmm. these kind of voters uh but even in probably the most favorable state for her she didn't win go ahead norm
3: Hi, Rita. It's a great Trump victory, but Nikki Haley is never going to pull out as long as that never Trumper and globalist Democrat money keeps pouring in. She's like a turkey buzzard flying around up in the sky waiting for something to die to get an opportune meal. And uh, that's it. She's the turkey buzzard of uh, the present political uh, situation. She's just flying around. She's waiting. Uh, I hope she doesn't get that meal. But uh, I think that's what she's banking on. So uh, I think she's going to get trounced in South Carolina and she will continue. She will continue, continue, continue. She's probably going to wait to go to the to 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 the convention and uh, try to make a stink there. That's that's the Nikki Haley situation. I don't I don't think uh, she knows she's going to lose, but uh, she's going to keep trying. Yeah.
1: And I think there's something, Norm, to what you just said, because she sure is not like the average candidate might say, you know what, at this point, for the good of the party or for my own future political ambitions, maybe I need to step out uh, to clear the path for the good of the party. So it makes you wonder what are her objectives Or to your point, what are these big Democratic uh, donors? What are their objectives? Because they are clearly backing her in a big, big way. Why would you ever back a Republican candidate, especially somebody who worked under President Trump and has been aligned with him in the past? Um, It it just it makes me really wonder what nefarious purposes do they have and what end is it that they want to have her keep going, keep going, keep going and I guess she sees, well, I'd rather take the money and keep the name recognition than do maybe, quote, what is right for the party. Uh, we'll see. I mean, maybe after South Carolina, she might have a wake-up call. But if their intentions are nefarious, maybe she keeps going, even if she loses there big time. Maybe she loses big time, still Super Tuesday. And then can you imagine if she keeps riding it out? It really does mm-hmm. look even more questionable, Norm, if she does continue, if she if, She doesn't have some major upset, which uh, is not foreseeable right now, Norm. And so it makes Mm -hmm. you, you know, she's just sort of seeing this as an opportunity. But I think it's hurting her chances, even within the GOP. There's a lot of people in the GOP who are like, you know, forget her in the future. And if there was ever a chance that she thought, well, maybe I could be VP or something. I don't think this helps her. Do you?
3: No, no, it doesn't help her. Um look, she uh, the money's going to dry up because people are going to drop out. I mean, they're going to be whatever, the big even the never trumpers, I think they're going to they're going to give up. But
1: not the democratic um, donors. You know, some of these democratic donors, like right. this Reed Hoffman guy who is a huge democratic donor, he's helping her. So, well, what's his objective? You know, what does he want her to just kind of continue to be a thorn in Trump's side?
3: But, right but we're going to keep giving money. So, you know, I mean, Trump is not poor. Uh, he's got, he's got a lot of big money donors also um, uh, like me. Yeah, sure. But uh, you know, uh, that's it. You know, he's going to, he's going to get more and more contributions and uh, he's got, he's got a war chest and I have faith that will uh, Take him through to a 2024 uh, victory, God willing.
1: Yeah, he seems unstoppable. I uh, agree with you, Norm. I mean, how can you at this point with after this win and it looks like South Carolina, the latest polls that we're seeing there, uh, there's one where it's 28 percent, one where it's 30 percent, 30 points. I'm talking about in terms of a spread between him and Nikki Haley. That's our home state. And that's how far ahead he is right now in that poll. Uh so boy, uh that could be a huge embarrassment. If you lose your own state, uh that should send a message and get unless there's some other objective here, um where again it's sort of the corporate establishment uh wants to keep funneling somebody who might be in the side of Trump and maybe, who knows? Maybe they're like, Oh, well, maybe if there's a conviction or maybe if something happens with one of these cases. Uh, maybe, maybe, you know, maybe, uh, maybe there's a turkey with, you know, uh, five dots that's going to fall from the sky. You know, if there's a one percent, they're trying to stick in that, uh, in that race because they just hate Trump so much. And, you know, Trump made an interesting point tonight, Norm, too, which I thought was really interesting. He said, you know, uh, wait till they start going after her. Like if she were the winner, they would be going after her with all these investigations. And he even hinted that there's some stuff on her out there. He said, yeah, nothing really big, but there's a couple things that they could be looking at her on. Uh, that I thought was kind of interesting too. It was like, uh, would you be able to handle any of the heat that I'm enduring was essentially his message, which was, I thought, very, very strong. Uh, let's go to Mordecai, Mordecai line four. your thoughts, Mordecai.
4: Hi Rita. Um, I feel like I always say, I feel like me and Norm should get together and go bowling. Like, you know, two Jews in a bowling alley that we'd love each other. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: anyway, and you're both great. Um, so I can see that.
4: I, I agree. Like, I always agree with every point he says anyway. um, So like I was telling the call screener, I feel that the reason why she's continuing to do it is because she just hasn't found the right exit yet. Like, I mean, look, i I don't think I wouldn't take if i were her i wouldn't take chris christie's advice saying that I'm going to get smoked either uh even if I knew it was true but I just think that she hasn't found the right exit for it yet she has or maybe she has people offering her positions but you know just not the right number yet because she wants a pretty big number to walk away that's what I think
1: yeah, maybe there's some uh, deal in the works. Although, now let me ask you: Do you think that Trump would ever consider her as a vice president? Some people say yes, uh, and then I've talked to people close to Trump who are like, "No way!" You know, your well, thoughts? That's what I was going to
4: say. That's what I was going to say because you know, if, if Trump were to if Trump were to consider uh, Nikki as a vice president. I feel like he would be, you know, not himself, but that would be like a a kick in the pants to all of us who support him. We support him because he's not her and he doesn't stand for the stuff that she stands for.
1: Yeah. And I think I think because it's gone on now so much like like there are some people who are obviously really enormous supporters of Trump who have already publicly come out. And said no way to Nikki Haley. I think even, by the way, I think I think it was Donald Trump Jr., one of the sons, also came out and said no way to Nikki Haley. Uh, you saw Steve Bannon. You saw a lot of people say no way. And and I agree with you. I think in many ways it would go so far against. It's different if it was somebody who was sort of in line with his policies. But he has positioned her to be, you know, the the corporate elite, the the not person of the people, the not this and not that. And some of these donors that she's doing, uh, you know, that she's accepting money from enforce his message. And when you see all of those things, it, it almost is too hard to, to say, OK, let's do a kumbaya. Um, you know, uh, so I, I agree. I don't really necessarily see her being a part of it. Who do you think, Mordecai? There's been like Sarah Huckabee Sanders. There's been some other names. Christy Nome was another name we just heard.
4: I, I couldn't tell you. I mean, uh, I, I would say I would I would hope it would be at least the I like her a lot. But you know what, Rita? Yeah, she's spunky. You guys have played this You guys have played this clip before on the radio where she was. Nikki Haley was asked, would you not run or would you? I forget exactly the verbiage, but she said, yes, I would not run or yes, I would be Trump's VP if, if he was running again. Or I wouldn't run if Trump was running again or something, something along those lines. And she completely went back to what she said word for word verbatim in an interview.
1: Yeah, she's flipped and flopped. Like, like there was one place where she said, no, I never I'm I'm not interested in VP. And then there's another place where she said, well, you know, I don't want to talk about that, which means, hey, maybe I would. The question is, would Trump offer that to her? Um, for her to get out or maybe at this point he feels like who cares you know he's just going to keep and he's just going to ride his path at this point and just kind of keep on going kind of like what uh, Biden is doing with what's his name Dean Phillips you know tonight who got trounced in New Hampshire Uh, he got 20 percent to Biden's write-in I think it was like 60 or 70 percent but almost like ignoring Nikki Haley would be interesting and just kind of focuses on the general election campaign at this point and maybe, you know, just kind of let it fade out. Let's see where it goes. It'll be an interesting strategy to see what happens because uh, unless some dynamic thing, uh, some unbelievable moment, and I've covered a lot of campaigns, guys, sometimes there is some crazy thing, and boy, has this been a crazy election It feels like decades so far. Um, But if we go through all of this, you never know. But I mean, it's so highly remote that anything would change this trajectory for President Trump. And especially if you look at South Carolina, I mean, 30 points up right now in some of the polls. And if she gets trounced in South Carolina, I think she may still stay again for the next round, which is that Super Tuesday. Again, uh, South Carolina is February 24th. Super Tuesday is March 5th. Um, maybe she sort of waits till that moment. But at some point, you got to wonder, like, if, if she keeps going after that and she's on this path, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Um, or who knows? Maybe somebody gets to her and says, listen, uh, even I don't want to spend X money anymore. You know, even some Democratic donor gets in her ear and says, hey, I know I've been backing you, but uh, it's sort of uh, game over. Who knows? There, there's a lot of things that could happen. I was surprised that DeSantis dropped out as quick as he did when I heard he wasn't going to do the morning show interviews uh, that came out on Saturday night that he had canceled the Sunday morning interviews. And I thought, ah, oh, something's up. But before that moment, I thought he would at least stay in at least till here and South Carolina. So, you know, uh, you never uh, you never know it. I think it all comes down to the money, folks. And are they willing to keep donating to her? even if it's for nefarious purposes. 1-800-848-9222. And we'll continue with your calls, everybody, after the break. This is The Rita Cosby Show.
0: You're listening to The Rita Cosby Show. He's your numero uno. This is the Rita Cosby Show.
1: Well, the margin is widening the victory for President Trump in the New Hampshire primary. And in the middle of all this, Nikki Haley says she's scrappy and that she will continue to fight. Everybody was wondering, when she came out, is she going to announce that she's dropping out? Because she clearly lost this race and this was a key one for her to do well. And everybody said, well, okay, let's see what it is. Yeah, it wasn't a trouncing like she got in Iowa. Uh, She came in third there, remember, in Iowa. But it's still a loss. And it wasn't like a neck-and-neck race because President Trump was projected the winner within minutes of the polls closing. Literally, it was like, I think it was about 30 seconds after the poll closed that AP projected, okay, Trump's the winner, And then soon after that, the other networks followed. So it was pretty clear right away who was the winner. And yet she is continuing on. And you have to wonder what is behind all of this, especially with her going now next to South Carolina. And she even said, you know, Trump will have trouble attacking me in South Carolina Uh I don't think so when he's flanked by the two senators and the governor there in South Carolina who are voting for Trump. Let's go to Robert real quick. Line three in Suffolk. Go ahead, Robert, your thoughts real quick.
6: Yes, Rita. Good evening. Uh, I believe uh, Pelley is a paid disruptor bought and paid for by the Democrats and far left to disrupt the nomination of Donald Trump and try and take it away from him.
1: You you know what, I think you might be right, Robert, because I mean, why else is she continuing? And it's clear that the people even in the exit polls tonight were predominantly the undeclared. A very small percentage were actually Republican voters that were registered Republicans. So you got to wonder what's behind it.
0: Cosby is on.
1: tonight for the New Hampshire primary and President Trump looking ahead now at the general election. He still has to knock out Nikki Haley, uh, but she is clearly handily in second place. And tonight he talked a lot in his victory speech about what he is seeing happen to our country since he has left office. And he really talked, and I thought this was very powerful, where he got into some of the things that have happened under the Democrats, and including the border, and including national security, including when you look at some of the wars that are happening, and some of the huge concerns to our homeland. Take a listen to what President Trump had to say in his victory speech as to why he feels he has to be back in the Oval Office to turn things around.
2: Do they hate our country? They must hate our country because there's no other reason that they can be doing the things they do. Take a look. The taxes, they want to raise your taxes times four. They want to let the Trump tax cuts, the biggest tax cuts in the history of our country, they want them to expire. Your taxes are going to go through the roof. You take a look at regulations. They're throwing regulations. You can't breathe. You can't even breathe with what they're doing. You take a look at our border. So bad, there's never been a border like this in the world. Four years ago, we had the safest, best border in the United States. I built hundreds of miles of border wall. And they always say, oh, he didn't build hundreds of miles. Because if there's a board (laughs) laying on the ground, they say that's a renovation. They call it a renovation. If there's two nails laying from 50 years ago, they say, oh, that was a renovation. These are very dishonest people, and you're always fighting them.
1: And he really took the case about immigration and border in particular. And that is a huge issue. And you think back to 2016 at that time. Because at 2016, President Trump definitely rose to power when people were seeing these enormous caravans headed to the United States. Pretty similar to what we're seeing now. And, of course, he had remained in Mexico. He had so many of those policies that were keeping the homeland safe. There is no debate on that. And so tonight, you look at some of the exit polls that are coming from New Hampshire. Clearly, immigration and border Top of the list, dominating the discussion. Again, New Hampshire worried about the northern border as well as our southern border. Same thing with Iowa, uh, because open borders in this country vis-a-vis the Biden administration have made every town in America a border town. Uh, Denver, Colorado, there's a hospital there. That is now on the verge of bankruptcy because they've spent a hundred million dollars in health care taking care of the migrants. There are now lawsuits in Chicago from African-American residents in Chicago who say enough. You know what? Uh, We feel like we're a second class citizen to the migrants. And they're angry at the city of Chicago giving freebies and handouts to the migrants. Look at what's happening in New York City. City busting at the seams and taxpayers footing the bill you also look at another case this was a wild one today there was a city council member in napersville illinois which is right outside of chicago a suburb outside chicago who said you know what um we should look at putting them in our homes is there anybody out there who really thinks that we should have an illegal migrant in their homes Especially when they haven't been vetted. We have no idea if their name is correct. Uh, we have no idea of their criminal history. I am all for legal immigration, but do it legally, orderly, and organized. And that's why this is so downright dangerous. And these people are living in la-la land thinking, oh, good. Residents, come one, come all. Uh, yeah, why don't we have uh, uh, Diego or, or uh, you know uh, Juan come on in? and uh, have dinner with me and my small kids tonight. Let's see how that goes over, because most of them are single adult males that have not been vetted or checked. This is so dangerous for our country. There was also a story recently of a Hamas member who said, You know what? I'm coming. America, I'm coming. Boy, is that a scary, scary phrase to hear right now with all the things that are happening overseas in the Middle East, the attacks also on U.S. bases. Obviously, we know what has happened between Israel and Hamas when Hamas came in and slaughtered the Israelis on October 7th. I mean, this is a scary time. And so President Trump understands that. He did it before. He said, I can do it again. And here is what he told the crowd a little bit ago about immigration and the concerns of what's happening right now.
2: You know, uh, I think we called it right. immigration's a big deal, a big deal, a very big deal. We have millions and millions of people flowing into our country illegally. We have no idea who the hell they are. They come from prisons and they come from mental institutions. And it's going to, it's just killing our country. And I'm talking about millions and millions and millions. They are drug dealers, they're everybody. And they come in. Just like walking right through, there's nobody to check and there's nobody to vet.
1: And by his side tonight uh, was Tom Holman, uh, who we've had here on the show. He's a friend of the Rita Cosby show, former ICE director, Immigration and Customs Enforcement. And this is what he had to say right after Trump made those comments.
5: I worked for six presidents Ronald Reagan and every president ever worked for did something to secure the border. But no one did more than President Trump. The most secure border in my lifetime. The most secure border we've ever seen. And Donald Trump's gonna do it again. We're gonna lock the border down. And we're going to protect Americans. Because what's happening at the border right now, a record number of Americans have died from fentanyl poisoning. record number of migrants have died. A record number of women and children been sex traffic. A record number of known suspected terrorists across the border. There's one man who's proven he can secure the border. And he's standing to my left, Donald J. Trump. He's going to do it again.
1: What 800 848 Let's go to Stan, line one. Uh, Stan, your reaction tonight.
0: Uh... I'm going to respond to why everybody's thinking, why is she staying in? And I know why she's staying in. And I keep tell, look, she needs to garner delegates. She's not going to get the nomination. I know that. You know that. But, oh, if she stays through Super Tuesday, even through the summer, she gets six, 700 delegates. All she has to do is sit and wait. And what is she waiting for? The court trials. Because, my friend, he's going to court, and if he is convicted on Washington or Georgia, The Supreme Court will have to make a decision, and if they say you can't run, he's toast. She's next in line. Legally, she would have to be the nominee of the party. I'm not saying she will be, but if he can't run, if they say he cannot run for president or go to jail, take your pick, they will give it to her. She has to do it, and she's next in line. I'm not saying she's going to be, but it would be about four or five. She just has to get gone delegates. That's why she's staying in and if she well, doesn't, they t- have to turn to her. They Stan, have to turn. To by her. the
1: way, first off, and I hear, I do think she is waiting in the wings for that yeah, reason. That's, what, that's, that's it. And I think that's a, an astute observation. Uh, the one thing is, it's the this, only one. <laughs> well, yeah, with the Supreme Court for her, what, for her, anyway. for her, for her. Although yeah. you know, the Democratic donors, you have to wonder well, why no, they're well, backing he can, her. Hey, that that he looks, he looks can so fishy, Sam. It could drop dead
0: tomorrow, but I'm not saying you will. I'm just saying you know what I'm. So saying, why but... are
1: why are big Democratic donors? And I'm talking about like not moderate. We're talking. Extreme, like progressive I think for donors. For
0: that reason, uh, for that reason, that's the only reason they want to keep her in. To, and I think that look, they're gamblers. They're waiting to see what the courts will do. Once the courts make a decision, it either pays off for them to keep her. Either way, she stays. In, she just needs a couple of hundred, and she sits. She, as I said, she's not going to get the nomination. But she's not stupid. She sees the outside situation. The court cases are coming up, and you know, that will happen. I agree with you. They're, they're looking for the long term. They keep her in. She goes from this to that, to Super Tuesday. Hey, the most she can get, maybe 700 delegates. He gets the majority, gets it. But then the cases happen, and then the courts make the decision. And if they say, you can't run, the camera's on her. They have to turn to her, uh, Rita. I'm, that's well, here's, the way it here's,
1: is. here's two or three things. First of all, the courts can't say he can't run. What they could say is that they could potentially kick, you know, agree with, say, uh, a main, you know, with the Secretary of State who unilaterally made her own decision, which is cuckoo, um, or also Colorado. Uh, they're looking at the Colorado case, of course. I don't think they're going to rule – In those states favors or those uh, slim people within the states, because it's not even the state As again, it's a secretary of state who just decided on her own uh, in Maine who made that call. I think ultimately the Supreme Court will say, no, it's not for these like random political figures to make a decision like that about the president. So they may actually hand him a victory. Now, he can still, by the way, run even if he's behind bars. Uh, and who knows where these cases are going? Uh, the Fannie Willis case in Georgia, that looks like it's falling apart. Like I've never seen a case fall apart. Fannie Willis, uh, might be behind bars, uh, you know, before you ever see something like a Trump behind bars, all these unethical things and questionable payments. There's a lot, a lot of these cases are falling apart, Stan. And a lot of people see them for what they are as politically trumped up charges, uh, just to try to go after the leading candidate. So uh, technically, I don't see any of those things stopping him. And the only thing I see is some voters may say they have a problem. But if you look at all the cases so far that we've seen, every time he gets pushed into a case or he even appears in the case, he goes up. He goes up in the polls. So I don't see it working as a negative against him, but I agree with you that I think she is waiting in the wings uh, for something, uh, hoping that lightning strikes or that you win the Powerball. And what are the chances, like one in uh, five billion? Uh, But maybe she's hoping she'll have that one in five billion chance. Uh, We'll see where it goes. Let's go to Andrew real quick. Line two, Andrew, your thoughts.
0: Yes, my reference is not the uh, turkey buzzer, but she reminds me of – Seinfeld, George Costanza, when he hangs around when the girl's not interested in, she doesn't want a second date, but it, but George would, like, take her hat or something, so he would have an excuse to meet her for a second date. <laughs>
1: like, <I> mean, <laughs> that's a good you know, one, like the- Andrew. That's a good one. I agree. That's a great one. Sandra, your thoughts on line three. What do you think? I like the Seinfeld analogy Andrew just had. <laughs>
6: Hi, hi, Rita. I, I think what Norm said earlier on, that this woman's not going to give up, I totally agree. I, I want you to know that um, I was in a meeting, and when I got off my meeting, I turned on the TV and I saw the numbers that she accumulated, and I said, oh my God, she's doing as well as I thought she would do. So I think she did very well tonight. By the way, even though I'm thank God Trump won, don't get me wrong. By the way, she by the way,
1: she did do decent. It wasn't a trouncing. I keep you hear what I said, you know, but 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 the point is the 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 issue here, Sandra, is it was in a state that was so favorable to her. Right. So that's why this is and 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 because, you know, it was an open primary where these undeclared voters of which it was thirty nine percent in New Hampshire, it's the bulk of voters Um, You know, you had about you had about a third that were Democrats declared third that were Republicans declared. And I'll I'll read you again some of the exit polls because this was stunning Um, of the uh, registered Republicans, 70 percent voted for Trump. Twenty seven undeclared voters. These are exit polls uh, voted for her. The flip was for her 70 percent undeclared and 27 percent Republican. So in other words, that that you know for somebody if you're trying to like get these undeclared or independents or whatever it is uh you could say she did well in those but it wasn't even well enough and not a lot of states have that kind of a, a deck most of them are solely republican registered voters so this was like the best playing field she's going to have and it, you know he's beating her now uh you know by uh, double digits you know that's so yeah. she needed she needed a home run tonight not an okay turnout,
6: you know? Okay. But I wanted to say too, that, you know, he made that little, uh, that slip. I call it a and slip, you know, like, you know, sub, you know, when you have these slips, you're revealing a secret thought a feeling that people hold inside them, like in their subconscious. I think that she, he sees her like Pelosi and that name hasn't been used lately. Nancy Pelosi. She's been, hasn't been around for a while. So, so she's forgotten. So so all of a sudden, Haley, who was very foremost in his mind, came into his mind instead. It was a little mistake that he made. And, yeah, I saw um, that. I, think-
1: I saw that. But you're right. I think he kind of considers her in the same league, and he's painting her that way. And, uh, you know, you got to wonder, uh, it looks like some of the people who support Pelosi or Pelosi-types, Also are supporting her, so maybe uh, some of the things he said were not so inaccurate, which makes it certainly interesting. Sandra, thank you very much. And everybody, now our Support Our Heroes segment.
0: The Rita Cosby Show presents Support Our Heroes.
1: And this is the Tunnel to Towers Foundation Support Our Heroes segment and a powerful story coming from Minnesota, where more than 100 people came out to a VFW to celebrate a major birthday milestone for a World War II veteran who turned 100. Francis Goplin in 1941 joined the U.S. Army Air Corps. He served for five years in World War II. As a B-24 Liberator pilot, and he served in the reserves, by the way, until 1950. His story is really one of triumph and hardship during World War II. On his 39th mission, he was shot down near the Alps where he and other nine members of his crew were all taken prisoner for 10 months. Thankfully, all of them survived the war and returned home. And Francis Goplin's daughter says that he now spends a lot of time teaching future generations about the sacrifice of war and also speaking with other former POWs that helps him in his healing process and also helps inspire future generations about giving back and what people can endure. She said, quote, they all encourage each other to get out in the community, to talk about it, to educate next generations out there. He's been such an example to our family and to generations to come. Well said, and what a beautiful tribute to this incredible American hero. And everybody, be sure to support America's Heroes because they need your help. All you have to do is donate $11 a month to the great Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Go to t 2 torg that's T2T.org.
0: You're listening to The Rita Cosby Show. It's The Rita Cosby Show.
1: And President Trump has racked up another big win in the first in the nation primary, New Hampshire. And he is double digits ahead. Not all the precincts in, but now 84%. And the margin keeps growing for him. So what's ahead and why is Nikki Haley in? You heard what Stan thinks. What do you think? 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Robert in Philly. Uh, Robert, what's ahead for her?
5: Hi Rita, it's good to talk to you. you and I too. agree she's I agree she's staying in for the reason that she thinks she's staying in, but even if Stan's wet dream comes true and Trump can't run DeSantis only suspended his campaign. He opens his campaign, and in the first ballot, he gets at least 98% of Trump's delegates, possibly some of Haley's, because some of her never-Trump support might actually like DeSantis. Yeah, you know what?
1: You're right. And you know what, by the way, even if they go after him, he can still run. Even if they give him some crazy conviction and say, okay, you got to report to whatever, he's going to still run. Are you kidding me?
5: but let me send you off with a laugh, Rita. Go
0: ahead. Let me
5: let me take you back eight years ago. This time after the New Hampshire primary, Trump was on Um, Joe Scarborough on MSNBC the mainstream media loved him when he was a primary candidate because they just knew Hillary was going to clean his clock now they're spending billions and twisting the law to get rid of him that is hilarious you have a great night Rita
1: it sure is and you're right boy how the times have changed that's for sure Uh, let's go to Joaquin line four Joaquin what do you think
4: I read That last gentleman, he just cleared my mind for me because I was afraid of what uh, Stan said. But you know (laughs) what? Everybody is is really underselling of Vivek Ramaswamy. This kid, I believe, is a self-made billionaire, if not least millionaire. And he knows energy inside and out more than anybody else there and the globalist agenda, because he started a mutual fund called Thrive and a traded on New York Stock Exchange, ticker symbol DRILL. Oh,
1: he's, a, by the way, uh, Joaquin, he's a smart guy. Uh, I had dinner with him. We had a dinner uh, together. He's a very smart guy. I've met him a number of times. He is very charismatic, high energy. And I think um right now he's an enormous addition. Like you said, maybe there's another place in the cabinet or somewhere. I, I mean, clearly Trump is eyeing him. I think we see a number of people in the Trump administration standing alongside him tonight.